Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Janelle B. Stewart podcast. I am your host, Janelle B. Stewart, an award-winning beauty editor. The Janelle B. Stewart podcast is a weekly lifestyle podcast designed to educate, empower, and engage. Episodes touch on various topics of our lives, including health and fitness, love and marriage, entrepreneurship, parenting, self-love, and much more. My goal is to have you feeling uplifted and inspired after you listen to each episode. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Um, Welcome to episode 35. I know that this episode is long overdue. And I am sorry that it's taken me so long to get my the rest of my podcast series to you all. I'm actually driving as I record this episode because I have some free time while I'm driving right now. And I know that if I don't do this now and I wait until I'm at home and I'm set up in my office with my speaker and my audio is right that I am most likely not going to be able to find that time. And so I am just going to have to do what I got to do. So I just wanted to say I'm sorry that it took so long. I'm also apologizing for the difference in audio that you're probably going to hear. I'm sorry if it's not the best. Um, We're going to make it do what it do because I want to get this episode up to you all now. I'm, it's, I'm tired of it not happening. (laughs) I'm tired of it staring me in my face. I'm tired of um, having to continuously answer DMs asking about when will be the next um, when will be the next episode in the podcast and then I have to say I'm sorry it's taking so long. I feel embarrassed so I have my own hangups right when it comes to it and so no more. That is over. Because I am fixing it today and I am doing the work today. So in the last episode, um, I shared with you all how it was I found my therapist. And I expressed to you in great detail, like what my process was, how I was, uh, what was important to me. And, um, you know, how I went about looking for her. So you can definitely check out that episode if you did not listen to it. And if you um, missed the other episodes, episode 33, I have a nice, interesting and engaging chat with me, mama. (laughs) My mom and I talk about what her thoughts were when I first told her that I needed therapy. That was episode 33. And that one was funny. Get ready to laugh. And if you missed episode 32, that was where I talked about um, why I needed therapy. And episode 31, it's time I talked about my mental health. And that's where I basically break down this entire series and what I was planning to do. So today in episode 35, what we're talking about is what my first therapy session was like. And this was an important um, this was an important episode for me to make as a part of this mental health series because I wanted to help eliminate some of the fears that people may have around, you know, what that first therapy session would be like. But I also thought it would be helpful to um, just kind of, you know, p- put some clarity to the mystique around therapy. I know that we see therapy 
sessions on television. Uh, we see them in movies. In fact, I'm actually really, really happy that nowadays a lot of the reality shows that are um, centered around black women are actually showing the women on the show going to therapy. So, for example, if you are tuning into Real Housewives of Atlanta, they showed Portia going to therapy. I believe they've showed episodes with Nini going to therapy. Um, I've seen on Married to Medicine. I've seen therapy sessions there with some of the people on the team. Um, I believe Quad has gone to therapy. If you watch Basketball Wives, Hollywood, Jackie Christie has gone to therapy on there. So they're definitely making more and more of an effort to show therapy on TV, especially as it relates to black community because we don't see it. So with that being said, I really didn't know what I was going to be expecting, but I definitely knew what I saw on TV. I knew I was going to see a couch. I was I was actually pretty confident that um, if there wasn't a couch, I was leaving. <laughs> and the reason why I say this is because I've gone to therapy, um, marriage therapy or counseling, whatever. And our therapist's office did not have a comfy couch. He only had two chairs. And I hated that. I hated that I couldn't go and sit comfortably in a sofa and just like relax and like let it all out, let it all hang out. And so because of that experience, I was very adamant about my therapist needing to have a couch. Otherwise, after the first session, I was going to tell her that I was not going to be coming back because I really wanted that. I wanted the comfy couch. Now, maybe that's ingrained in my mind because of what I see on TV, but I just, I, I did experience the former with, you know, with, um, but I did experience therapy without the couch and I felt very rigid. Like I was very stiff. Like you're up sitting in a chair. You can't unwind. You can't sit back. You can't let it all hang out. You can't put your feet up if you want to. Can't lay down if you want to because you're in a chair. And when you go to therapy, you should be able to let it all hang out. Like if you want to take off your shoes and sit up in the couch or sit cross-legged in the couch or lay down, you should feel comfortable and confident enough to do that um and so I wanted the couch so when I when I got to the location where my therapist is um the building was kind of industrial and I wasn't exactly sure what I was going to expect but it was industrial it wasn't an office built it was like an industrial office building it wasn't like someone's house or anything like that um, so you walk in, I walked in and it's, it looks really pretty. My therapist, um, as I shared already with you in the previous episode, she is a black woman. Um, and in case you're listening to this episode first and you never listen to any other episodes, I would recommend that you, you definitely listen to the previous episodes to help make a lot of what I might say make sense. I may not be able to re-explain everything to make it make sense, okay? Or I may forget to. Um, cause I know I've already shared some stuff. So, um, she's a black woman, she's a sister and her office actually mimicked a small little apartment, like what you might want to have in a small little apartment. Like she has artwork on the walls, really pretty artwork. She has a sofa there. She was also in a single seater chair. I was in like a, a, a love seat 
and she was in a single city single sitting a chair comfy chair uh, she had a little table with different beverages and snacks on it like candies and chocolates things like that I probably shouldn't say snacks but she had little candies on there water things like that I even think she had a coffee maker like a Keurig coffee maker or a single serve coffee maker if it wasn't Keurig she had that as well she had carpeting on the floor and she had low ambient lighting she also had a little fridge in the corner and she had like a white noise um set up like outside the door this little device that would make white noise kind of like a shh like it like it sounded just like that um the room smelled really good and I remember walking in and the first thing I said was oh this is so cute so um I sat down for my first session and I brought a notebook with me because I'm a writer I wasn't exactly sure if I would be writing anything but in my mind I was like you know what if she gives me any suggestions let me just write them down that way I know I can take have something to take back home to work on or notes or whatever to look at or review I don't know I just thought like bring some pen and paper because you never know what you might want to write down so um, I sat on the chair I was so happy when I sat when I saw the sofa my eyes lit up girl I was like yes sofa I actually remember telling her I'm so happy you have a sofa and she was like she smiled and she was like really and I said yeah like I've I've gone to therapy before and there was no sofa and that really bothered me so I'm happy that you have a sofa um, so we sat down I sat down we both sat down she sat across from me and, you know, she basically said something along the lines of, like, what brings you here today? And I began talking to her about the struggles that I've been having with parenting. And I focus obviously heavily on my current on my issue at that moment. So at that moment, when I was going to therapy, I was really concerned uh, primarily about my relationship with my my son. And I was I was concerned about my reactions to him because I knew that there was nothing that was going to really change him that I could have, at least there was nothing that I could have done, uh, or how should I say it? There was nothing that I had done up until going to see her that was creating change in my son's behavior. And I talked about this in episode 32 why I need therapy so please go and listen to that episode it will explain it in more detail but just to you know for the flow of this conversation um, my son and I we were not really getting along um, but it was the kind of like not getting along where I was going crazy at raising him especially when it came to our morning routine I would I was going nuts like I was going as Beyonce said have you ever seen a, a crowd going ape shit you've you've never seen a mom going ape shit that was me I was off my off my off the chain every morning like it was just a mess so I talked to her about that and she would ask me questions about different things that I have done and of course I had an answer because I was an actively engaged parent trying to fix my situation 
Um, you know, I had tried many strategies because my goal wasn't to just continue doing the same thing every morning, waking up and yelling at him, expecting changes. I was trying different things. I had tried behavioral modification systems because I had that experience from being a teacher. And I tried different things just in general because they made sense to me as a woman, as a mom, as a human being, as someone who has smart, independent thoughts. There were things that came to me that I was like, oh, let me try this. So um, my, my therapist was very cool. That's probably a good way to describe it. Like she's very cool, very calm. Um, and I like that about her. Um, I get very excited. When I get excited, I speak very loudly. And, um, you know, I laugh, I cry, I do all those different things depending on the, the emotion I'm feeling at the time. So she was very calm and I loved that. Um, it helped keep me grounded. And uh, she, she, she gave me facial expressions, which I really liked. Because um, sometimes you hear people like talk about therapists and like they're just supposed to listen. And um, you sometimes see on therapy, especially in movies, that they're very stoic. And I personally don't think I would respond well to that. I need someone who totally gets my jokes and like laughs when I say something that's funny. And even if what I'm saying I did isn't right, their facial expression shows that they like they get it, right? Like okay girl I get you um you know or the mm-hmm's or the that's just like a head nod so like I really needed that and I appreciated that and um when I talked about the crazy things that I had done I definitely did not feel judged at all I mean I'm not proud of these things so it wasn't like I needed someone to be like oh that's okay you're doing the best you can and not help me correct my wrongs I didn't need that either but I surely probably would have it would have been a lot harder if she was pointing out every time I mentioned something crazy that I did that that's real crazy like I already know <laughs> I already know I know I'm wild that's why I'm here um so she was definitely comforting with her facial expressions she was comforting in her calmness and um yeah, like I feel like the time went by so quickly. I'm also a very open person. So if you're not an open person, I can totally understand how maybe you might feel like, well, will I will I open up? Will I talk? Will I say the things I need to say? Um, I honestly feel you will because it's not like you're leaving your therapy session and you have to now come face to face with the therapist you know, outside of your therapy session. I wasn't worried about that. I wasn't worried about my therapist talking to people about me and about how crazy I am of a parent. I didn't have any of those worries and I don't think anyone else should. Um, yeah, I, I felt very, I felt very open, you know, I felt very open. And I think what also helped me too, guys, is that I was at a point where I knew I needed it. Like no one was dragging me into therapy and thus I'm kicking and screaming on the way out and acting rebellious because I don't want to be there. Like I was at this point where 
I felt like, okay, I need to get it together because what I'm doing isn't working and the person who I am is not who I want to be. So I was all in. I was like, we're going to get well. Like I was, this is going to work. No way. There's no way this won't work. Right. That's kind of the mindset I had. And that's the approach I take for a lot of things in my life, which has allowed me to, you know, be successful. It has allowed me to do good at a lot of things. And I don't just mean successful in business, but I mean successful in a lot of the things that I want to do. Um, when I start a new like food journey, for example, I changed my diet and I stopped eating meat and I was committed to it. So I, I was all in like, this is going to work. You know, I'm going to transition and take my time with it. I'm not expecting to be perfect. And as a result, when I made the transition or as I'm going through my transition, even now to eat vegetarian, to eat vegan, I'm like, I'm giving it my all. And same thing with my weight loss journey. I used to be 270 pounds, guys. And I was all in like, this is going to work this has to work. I'm not going to be perfect, but this has to work. And I'm going to do everything I can to make it work. And if it doesn't um, happen at the speed that I want it to, well, actually, I actually didn't have that approach. So my approach never is at the speed that I want it to be. It's more so it's going to take how much time it takes. And that's pretty much where I come from. So I was doing the same with the therapist. Like I'm going in and I'm laying my cards on the table because the only person who loses in this situation, if I don't share what I need to share is me. If I'm acting like there's nothing wrong with me and I am in fact the perfect mom and it's all about my son, then I lose because tomorrow and the day after are going to be replicas of what today was. And I don't want to live like this anymore. I cannot afford to live like this anymore. This is not a good way to live. I don't feel happy. My son doesn't feel happy. So, you know, I I wasn't here to play any games. And so, you know, when it comes down to the end of uh, my session, I felt extremely confident that my therapist and I we're going to have a good, long-lasting relationship. And she made me feel like I wasn't going through anything that other people hadn't gone through. You know, I, I know now because I've shared online through this podcast, I've shared on my Facebook and, and Instagram, and I've also shared on my blog Uh, After I had already started therapy, I shared some of my experiences and so many of you told me that you had gone through similar things. Um, A lot of you said, that's me, like what I, who I am in the morning when I described my issues with my son, you guys were like, that's me. That is so me. And so I know now that I'm not alone, but she helped me to see like, this is, this is a very common thing in parenting and no, I'm not crazy. Like there's no, I don't need to be fixed. I just need to learn some new strategies. I just need to figure out some ways to like work with it. But most importantly, what she helped me to understand, which I will always be grateful for is that 
my son is not a mini me. He's really not. He's not a mini me. And I have to accept who he is. And um, I found some resources after I met with my coach. Um, not my coach, excuse me. After I met with my therapy, I had found some resources on Audible that I listened to about conscious parenting. And it totally related to what my therapist was saying about my son is not here to be what I want him to be. He's not here to um, complete all the tasks that I have set out for him and to just live in this world picking up my characteristics, picking up my um, ways of doing things and being like a little clone. Like my, my son is supposed to be his own person and I have to respect that. Like I have to, I have to respect that. And so learning how to navigate respecting who my son is and that he's a human of his own right. God created him with his own identity. And I am in this world to help foster and nurture him into being the best person he can be. But he just might very well just be lazy. Yep. He's, he's lazy. And I need to embrace that he's lazy right now. And he might not ever become a person who's punctual. And I'm going to have to embrace that. He might always be someone who moves really slow and I'm going to just have to embrace that. So I really got that from that first session and the sessions thereon led me to a place where I felt, I would say healed um, and better able to cope with what I was going through. So I know in this episode, I, I wasn't really, I wasn't really planning on talking about like what I learned from therapy. I'm going to talk more about that in the next one, which is going to be a combination of like, what did I learn in therapy? And like, am I, am I healed? Um, do I still need it? I'm definitely going to talk about that in the next episode. But what I will say without going too much into like the stuff I wanted to talk about in the next one is that. I really learned the, I learned how to just be like a little bit less high strung and more like cool. Um, so like not to not let everything that my son is doing get me to the point of like, I'm going insane and learning that he's not doing stuff to hurt me. You know, it's not like when he's mad slow at getting ready he's doing that to hurt me. Like, I'm going to get her. I'm going to do this real slow. Or I'm going to go in my room and be distracted by the stuff in there. And that's why I'm not going to, and, and because I'm going to be distracted, I'm not going to finish getting dressed in the morning. Like, he's not making conscious decisions to be hurtful to me as his mom. But I am, of course, uh, I, I'm troubled by the things he does but he's not doing them to hurt me and that is a big thing that I learned and I know that other moms they need to learn that too because I would take everything he did so personally to the point where I would be spazzing the fuck out like going insane 
So (laughs) I am not that person anymore. And I am so happy to not be that person anymore. And now, um, you know, therapy was definitely something that I'm so happy that I did. So, yeah, I'm going to end this here. And um, I'm so thankful for all of you who have been sharing your stories with me, letting me know how you resonated with my podcast. And I'm going to work on getting you the last and final episode of this series really, really soon. My goal is to not have you wait as long as you did for episode 35. (laughs) So I'll see you in the next episode. And as always, I love you for listening. Bye.